persecuting the Syrian regime. It, it was to collect evidence of war crimes, whether they were committed by the Syrian regime, by opposition groups, or extremists, or other states. It was to establish a system of justice. Toby says James came to see him in London just before his death to ask for legal advice. But it wasn't to clear his own name from the allegations of organ harvesting or faking chemical weapons attacks. But it was about the White Helmet's detractors. Whether these people could be criminally prosecuted for aiding and abetting a war crime, whether you could say that the, the content of their online discussions, the, the content of their messaging, could it constitute incitement? Could it constitute encouragement to commit acts of violence? That is obviously a much more important discussion. And certainly for James, it was much more of an important discussion than protecting his own reputation. So just explain the rationale behind that. What's the connection? Well, I'll speak in very general terms because I don't want to make an allegation against an individual that is not subject to a criminal charge. But if I am calling on a particular group to carry out an armed attack, a violent attack, where there is the risk that civilians will be targeted, and in fact that might be the intention, then I'm encouraging. Where you do have individuals that have given speeches supporting the acts of that state, then you are effectively putting them as part of that state machinery. Um, I'm not for a moment suggesting that it's an easy process, but it's a process that needs to be carefully looked at. Are you working on it? Is it something you're looking at now? Yes, yes, it is something we're looking at now. Just to put what Toby Cadman says into context, it's far from certain he could gather enough evidence he'd also have to convince a public prosecutor that it was worth their time and money to launch an investigation. International criminal law is, by its very nature, theoretical and political. A lawyer like Toby has a pretty high bar to meet. Whatever happens, James isn't around anymore to see where all this might end up. If it's possible to do in English. Uh, my name is uh, Nazif Karaman. Uh, I work for Sabah newspaper. A few months after James died, I travelled to Istanbul and met Nazif, who, as a senior investigative reporter at a big newspaper, has excellent connections with the Turkish police. Nazif was able to give me the inside track on the investigation, and he straight away solved one mystery for me. I couldn't work out why there were so many photos of James's body from that morning, both clothed and naked. Nazif explained that the police had cut off his clothes to check if there were any marks on his body. There's no tradition of covering corpses with little